Hi, this is Dave Kale, and welcome to this Christian Business Insights podcast. You know, I've been a Christian since I was 24 years old, and I've been in business that whole time as a professional speaker, author, and consultant. I've authored 13 books, presented in 47 states and 11 countries, and have personally and contractually worked with over 500 different organizations. It's a lot of that's a lot of business involvement. And over that time, you know, I've picked up some knowledge and some wisdom that the Lord has given to me, and now I'm sharing it with you. So you're going to hear some really practical things as well as some unconventional uh, perspectives. Much of what you'll hear in this podcast, you will never hear repeated from the pulpit. So if you've got an open mind and you want to build your business, this is the place. Everything I'm, I'm doing is designed to help you build businesses that excel in the field and impact the world for the kingdom. I hope you're educated, inspired, and motivated. Here we go. Hi, this is Dave. You know, it's uh, time we talk about handling the post-COVID adjustments in our businesses. You know, very soon, if not if not now, we'll be confronting the next wave of change as our companies and our jobs kind of lurch back into something resembling pre-COVID normal. The question in the back of every executive's mind is this, quote, how do we, hand, how do we handle the post-COVID changes? And specifically, we'll have to accommodate employees who've been working from home, customers who would not see salespeople, and, you know, there's a whole bunch of other issues And while there may be as many adjustments as there are people, before we start reacting to what everyone else wants us to do, it may be appropriate to spend a little time conceptualizing what we want to have happen. So let me weave a couple of thoughts together here. Stay with me now. Uh, First of all, there's this idea that change equals opportunity. One of the things that I've learned in my 30 plus years of business consulting is this. Every change is an opportunity to create a more positive and larger change. We must just think that way in order to make it happen. So here's an example. So I've often been involved in refining a sales forces compensation plan. That's a pretty common uh, project, consulting project for me. And every time we refine a sales force compensation plan, it brings with it an opportunity to restructure the way sales territories are defined, or maybe the way tasks are split between outside and inside salespeople, or some other larger or more impactful issue. So the smaller change, in this case, sales compensation, even though it's not a small change, but smaller in comparison, the smaller change opens the door to a larger and more systematic change. When we start looking at compensation, we realize that sales territory really should be adjusted. We realize that we're asking the outside salespeople to do things that the inside salespeople should do. See, these things kind of surface as we begin to work on a smaller change. So let let me repeat. One of the things that I've learned is this. Every change is an opportunity to make a more positive, larger, typically systematic change. That smaller change works sort of like a pry bar when you're removing molding, you know, around your house. Once you've used it to open a small gap in the structure, 
that can that gap can be lengthened to encompass the whole piece. So a smaller change in the structure of an organization often opens up the specter of larger, more strategic and impactful change. It's easier to make a big change in the middle of the implementation of a smaller change. And again, this is from 35 years of working with over 500 different uh, organizations. So that's one thought. Here's a second thought. People want leaders. Another lesson from my experience, again, consulting with over 500 companies is this. Most people want confident leaders. And confident leaders point the way to a different and better situation in the future. And typically, it is the leader's job to describe that better situation, that, you know, that, that more attractive future, and then point others to it. In other words, leaders create the vision of a better future and lead people to it. Leaders don't react, they proact. Now, when I put those two thoughts together and I apply them to the post-COVID adjustments, here's what I come up with. Now is the time to proactively define the structure and culture that you want and help your people adjust to the new reality. Rather than reacting to every employee, every customer, and every vendor's wishes, first identify and articulate the structure that you want and then nudge people towards it. This is a time, I mean, this is a window of opportunity to make significant structural and cultural changes in your organization because people are expecting change. Now is the time to strike and create uh, create that vision. So, for example, you may say that in the post-COVID world, you want everyone to work in the office together at least two days a week. Let's, I'm using this as an example. So, when some of your, uh, your employees have been working from home, indicate they want to continue working from home, you just describe your structure, explain your rationale, and have them adjust to that. Or you may want your field salespeople to spend a day or two a week making remote sales calls via Zoom or some other video technology. So you set up the system, put in place the tools to measure that, and let your salespeople know of your new expectations. Change the structure to meet your view of what the world will demand. Now what you will have done is this. You you will have used this small change to create a bigger and more impactful change. You will have described the world as you want it and nudged your people into it. Leaders lead, and now is the time to lead. You've got a window of opportunity right now, you know, just over the next few months to make some significant long-term positive change in your organization. So take some time to conceptualize the structure, the routines, the habits that you want to incorporate into your business, describe them specifically and develop the rationale for them, and then prod your people into them. When people start emerging from the COVID fog, be ready for a proactive structure and a culture for them to engage with. You may recall uh, Rahm Emanuel when he was serving as Obama's chief of staff. He was famously quoted as saying, Never let a crisis go to waste.
While his content was politics, the principle applies in many circumstances, and one of which is business management. Use this opportunity to build a structure that will serve you well in the post-COVID world. Be proactive, not reactive. Okay, now, hey, before I go, I just want to let you know about something that we're really excited about. Starting on August 1st, 2021, so I'm hoping that you're hearing this podcast before then, we're going to be taking a cohort of sales leaders through a course we call the Sales Leaders Excellence and Influence course. It, it is a combination of uh, online training, uh, an opportunity to uh, dialogue with other co- uh, cohort members, as well as a team of experts that we put together, and uh, interspersed with live Zoom meetings. It is a four-month course. It, is, it will absolutely transform your career give you insights and ideas that will serve you well for the rest of your career. I'll put a link to the uh, to the page that describes it in the show notes for this uh, podcast. Okay, that's it. We're done. Bye-bye.